0: You're listening to Batship Bitches, a podcast that creates a positive and welcoming dialogue about mental health. We push our boundaries of comfortability by revealing mental health struggles hidden deep within ourselves while also having a few laughs along the way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation with Batship Bitches. Hello everyone and welcome back to Batship Bitches. Bitches. How are you today, Rachel? I am in a food coma
1: right now. (laughs) Just had some good Thai food. Good ass Thai food. And I'm sad I
0: finished my Thai's coffee. So yeah. Yeah, I feel there a little like, like blum. <laughs> like, like I'm just blum. like you know, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to sit up straight, but all I want to do is like curl Probably up. Probably not the best thing to eat before. Feel my stomach. Podcast, but you know. Yeah, what? first it's we're, pizza, we're then hungry. it's Thai food. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, you next. did that to yourself. <laughs> I did do that to myself. Jeez. <laughs> so all right anyways in today's welcome episode we're gonna be talking to, about the media yes it's called the, the media, media made, made me, me do, do it. it
1: yeah they did um and disclaimer per usual we are not mental health professionals nope. okay and just you know we're just people we are yeah, just people, people sharing our experiences with the mental health and mental illnesses mm-hmm. um and you know sharing our like tips and things that work for us uh, so you know take it all with like a grain of salt and yeah please seek professional help if you, if you feel need like it. you need it. Anyways, so I'm Rachel Lako. I am an actress, filmmaker, mental health advocate and I love Thai iced coffee. <laughs> I thought <I'd laughs> I throw like in like a fun, I thought I throw in like a fun fact today. So there you go.
0: <laughs> dating profile. Oh, dating profile. Oh lord. <laughs>
1: And, and I'm, I'm bisexual. AD. There you go. Yeah, so, there you go. I mean, you guys already knew that, so that's not really a new thing. Yeah, we've talked about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you listen to our other podcasts, thank you. You know, yeah, listen to our other episodes because now. they well, are very fascinating. Everything. We have these really intense topics and interesting conversations about them and how we've dealt with these things in our lives and how other people could also be dealing with them as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will resonate with you. So definitely check out our other episodes. Yes. Yes, please do. Continue your introduction. Oh, yes. you forgot to introduce yourself. Well, I was, but then Rachel was like, I want to <laughs> talk more about myself. <laughs> Anyways, you are. I am AAD. Um, I am a witchcraft connoisseur, um, and I have interesting facts every so often on my YouTube channel. So if you're interested in witchcraft, paganism, and all things occult, check out my YouTube channel. It's the same, A D. Yeah. Pronounced A-A-D, but spelled E-A-D-I-G.
1: There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I also put things on YouTube, but not anymore. So, that's okay. Yeah, you used to make films. (laughs) Let's make more films. I mean, no, I still make films. Just like not on YouTube. But you used to post them. Yeah. I, no, I make like films, you know. Like Like, she's a (laughs) filmmaker. (laughs) Get it right. Get it right, people. (laughs) Y'all better know. (laughs) <laughs> okay, anyway, so today well I mean, hey, that's a great segue. Yeah, we we're talking we were about talking films about the freaking we talking media. about films and T V shows and music, music too. And just mm-hmm. uh, the news, media, media journal, in general. Journalism and all how of that. it affects us in our mental health. All of it. All the all the kinds of media. Yeah. Not just a particular part. Um why are you laughing? Because, in case they weren't aware. <laughs> yes, in case you didn't know, media is every. encompasses a lot of different things. <laughs> All um, encompassing. Right. So, to start off Are you ever triggered by the media's portrayal of mental illness? Rachel, would and you if like so, to answer that question? And if so, how and share your story? I asked you first. Yeah, I
0: know, but I always start first. Because I asked the question. I know. First. <laughs> yeah, I told you, you have to beat me to it. I want to be inspired by your answer this oh time. My God. <laughs> I think you have a better answer first. Jeez. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay, fine. You, you compliment can't be back me because I, I asked the question. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, oh. Where are we getting? <laughs> I am often triggered by things um, in the media, whether it's music, whether it's TV, like movies and in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will ask me, we even had this conversation earlier, like, yeah. oh, you haven't seen this episode or this show? Mm-hmm. You should definitely check it out. And sometimes I wonder if I should say, like, I can't really watch that because it will trigger me. Or if I just, mm. should just say I'm not interested or whatever. Like, And some people will be just flabbergasted by the fact that I haven't seen this absolutely incredible show that everyone's talking about. But it's a thing that does happen often where I'll watch something and immediately it will, you know, it will trigger me. It will make me remember something that I'd either forgotten or wanted right. to forget or chosen to forget. Or it, may, it will make me have feelings of you know, what happened during the time right, when yeah. I also felt those things and all of this stuff. So yeah, um I guess recently I was triggered by episodes of Euphoria and mm. how um no, intense, I was just talking about euphoria. All yeah. Right, let's talk about that show. How intense um the portrayal of mental illnesses mm-hmm. and how you know everything that the characters go through in their youth and everything like that and it's like it's very very accurate and um yeah, when I was watching it, everybody was around. Like we we live in yeah, a we co- had a whole space, like so we everybody were all was watching, watching it. it. It was like a euphoria party. That was the second time I've I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I remember like I was going through and like kind of watching it, but then every to- every so often I had to get up and I had to just go do something else or work out or like get my mind off of it because it was very difficult to watch mm-hmm. because I had so many of those thoughts and rem- like remembrances and mm-hmm. moments where I was just like. I can't, I just can't, like, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I guess the most influential thing that I've watched in my life um, was Skins. Uh, The British version, not the piece of shit American version, because that's just... (laughs) I haven't uh, seen the... Fucking... Yeah, I haven't seen the British version. Monstrosity. Um, Atrocity, that was the word I was looking for. Um, Yeah, so the British version of Skins has a character named Effie, Mm -hmm. and she is very, to herself... She doesn't, she tries not to care too much about people and all of the stuff, but um, she's silent for the most of the the first season because she just doesn't talk. She's not interested in being close to anyone. But there goes, gets to a point where we get to figure more out about her in a later season. And this episode or this season is about her and her friends and everything that she goes through. And she had moments where. She was finding herself and realized that she was deeply depressed. She ended up, like, cutting and all mm-hmm. of these things. And she got so bad to the point where she ended up going to a hospital and they, like, went through therapy and all of these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a teenager growing up and watching this character that I loved and emulated in a way, you know, I dressed like her and all mm-hmm. of this stuff. I was trying to find myself and all of these things. Um, you know, seeing someone do something in a movie, it, like, I don't know, At sometimes it can... I can lose my sense of self because I want, right. I'm interested in like being more like that person or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then like as a teenager, when this person is like breaking down, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't know. My teenage brain is like, I'm in that place, you know, yeah. like I am going through similar things in my life. I'm going through these moments where like I have these suicidal thoughts and I, I am cutting and all of these things. And it's just like, oh man, like, you know, that is a part of my life and it's um it's interesting thinking back on like everything and how that character kind of shaped me as a person mm. and the fact that it even happened you know mm-hmm. because it's just like this is a fictional character in a TV show. Right. Yeah. And somehow it made this impact on my life, yep. you know, yep. and it's it's crazy how that can happen. That's but it really how can.
1: storytelling is so powerful. It is and so why powerful. I think like which is why, you know, this episode is is titled The Media Made Me Do It because mm-hmm. the media so is, is so influential in our everyday lives. And we like, you know, we don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. It just it's everything that we see in the media in some way shape or form does influence us uh, influence us yeah um and yeah that, that's really interesting i yeah i haven't seen
0: skins e- either either one it's so um, intense um yeah, i know i've heard yeah. <laughs> not to mention well i am going to mention it but okay. also <laughs> growing up in the early 2000s mm-hmm. made us aware of the emo movement and emo subculture movement. yeah that's a so, big thing in the yeah 2000s. i was ugh, I mean, I was a nonconformist, so I chose not to go with any, you know, ridiculous titles anyone wanted (laughs) to call me back in the day. But as, you know, people know, emo kids were very nonconformist and never Mm -hmm. went with any other names and hated when people called them emo. Mm -hmm. And yet Mm -hmm. all of them did the same things, wore the same things, you know, listened to the same music. And they kind of conformed to the (laughs) nonconformity. And you're so saying what I'm trying you, to say you were one of them? I was an emo kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like a lot of listeners can definitely resonate with that mm-hmm. because, you know, we're um, you know, growing into our scene kids. late twenties. Yeah, well, I was a scene kid after being an emo kid. <laughs> but like, let's not go there. Oh, man. <laughs> I went through so many different phases. Like I had no idea who I was. Hey, I went through so many. It's not many a phase. I had that shirt. Okay, I went through phases. She's like, "I'm still that person." I legit had that shirt, and I was like, "Fuck everybody who thinks this is a phase." I'm wearing black. I'm fucking shopping worn that at hot, shirt hot topic. Today. You I should. totally should have. I mean, obviously, I don't have it anymore. Oh uh, like sure, a while ago. Sure. She sleeps with it on. But seriously, like, it was it was definitely an impactful time in my life, and mm. it was. It was insane how it coincided with all of the terrible things that were happening in my life. And Mm -hmm. that's what I had. I had my music. I had my clothes. I had my TV. You know, I had that. And the things that it was showing me was you're dark. You're like, you're emotional. You need to find a way to Mm -hmm. get through that emotion. Okay, the way is start cutting. Start, Mm. you know, like, you know, going through like all of these things in your head, like, Suicidal thoughts That's fine Like that sort of thing And that was the culture You know mm-hmm. Like that was it Like Marilyn Manson Had the suicide is painless Song You know Like that sort of thing mm, It's yeah. just how people Dealt with their emotions Was just like Through Yeah a lot of the, A lot of that music Was like <clears throat> Um very, I mean, yeah, I've, I, I wasn't
1: like hardcore. I mean, like, I, I definitely, again, I like jumped through so many different types mm-hmm. of like um, identities and like groups and trying to figure out like who I was. And, you know, I definitely was in that little like, oh, wow, okay, emo kids, I'm gonna try that out. And then I'm mm-hmm. trying to see, tried being a scene kid and all these things. I'm like, where do I fit in? Like, <laughs> what? I don't, whoa. Um, and like a lot of that music, I that I listened to at the time uh, was you know really like really dark and, mm-hmm. and very, like the messages are just so like graphic and you know I I think like that type of and that was kind of how the cu- the culture and the community was yeah, huh? um, and I think like yeah that definitely also influenced me just at that time making me I, I guess. I already was having like suicidal thoughts and like depression and stuff like that. So that teen angst as well, right? And the teen, the general <clears throat> teen angst. Um, mm-hmm. I think like, in a way, it impacted me. I think negatively, you know. Yeah. Um, and and not realizing that until obviously like when I'm out of it and after after exactly.
0: The fact. You always see it in
1: retrospect. Mm-hmm. You never see it when you're actually in right. that moment. Right. Wow. So like, does how did the? Do, so you're you're saying like the emo. It's not a phase. I was, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> not your," because you're you're still that's still you. So, um, that impacted you like immensely when you were yes, go, when you were. It like, definitely did.
0: It was it was that outlet, you know. Um, but was it
1: mostly like the music, or was it like the uh, the community, or how, I would and say... also how did you how do you think about like how the media portrayed mm. the emo scene or the
0: I would say it was more about the music. Um, That was definitely the most important. Yeah, I feel like the music was the
1: most... uh, Yeah,
0: like what was coming out at that time. Um, And how... What was the last question? And how the media portrayed the emo subculture? Yeah. Um, (laughs) The media had no idea what the fuck (laughs) they were talking about. (laughs) Because, like, they have a lot of stereotypes. The media has so many stereotypes stereotypes, of emo kids. Even till
1: now, it's still the same. It's still the The same. The emo kids are still the same. And yeah. I'm like, did they not grow up? Like, like come do you, on, dog. They, I think there's more than just like you know the black like hair and the dark makeup, yeah. right?
0: Like, there's so much still, more to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. What it, do they? What does it mean to get wrong? I'm just curious now. Well, <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: a quick um, list. Quick
0: list of things. I don't know. It's it's a lot of. I mean, okay. So the stereotype is that emo kids are. Only interested in emo music, emo people, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. clothes. They right. shop at Hot Topic and all this stuff. Like <laughs> I knew a lot of emo kids that liked different types of music and mm-hmm. liked like hanging out with other people and stuff. But they had that specific style, you know. They had that um, way about them where they did exemplify the emo, I guess, beingness, mm-hmm. but. You know, they were also interested in other things. They were interested in their family and hang out. It wasn't like the only thing. Yeah, like they're people, you know, people have other interests. Like I was an emo kid, but (laughs) dude, like. My music choices have vast, like like they're always changing. They're always I I listen to emo music. I listen to screamo. I listen to blues. I listen to jazz, um, rap, rock. Mm -hmm. Like I listen to everything. I listen to death metal if I like need that. You know, other times I'll listen to pop rock. I love fucking nineties music. Like sometimes you listen to Britney Spears. I freaking jammed to Britney Spears, especially during karaoke. You know, like oh, it's yes. not just that one thing. Um, right. And you know, not all emo kids are suicidal or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's a lot of just like what they're, you know, the style. Right. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, interesting. So like, because um, you well, back
1: to the um, euphoria because we were talking. You touched on that a little bit, mm-hmm. and like how specifically how you get triggered or is it like a specific scene or a character or just kind of depends or a situation or something that somebody says? Um, what is it mostly for
0: you that triggers you? Well, it was interesting because I was watching, or it could be like, not even just *Euphoria*, for like any
1: other show or movie or something, you know?
0: Well, I, I do want to touch base on euphoria because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so recent. Right. Um, so I have a lot, a to say lot about of, that show too. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of what Rue was going through, I mean, Zendaya's performance is like, She's. Perfection. I think she's great. She's and really great on that show. Just the way she goes about certain things, the way she reacts to certain things that people do and say, the way she um, does drugs. Even. I think her performance is so nuanced that it's it's
1: for me like overall it is a pretty like wonderful portrayal of of a lot of the types of illnesses or disorders mm-hmm. that she's going through.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just. Ugh, it's just so realistic that I just was, that it's a little too it was too much for you to daunting. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh my god, I have been there mm-hmm. in some sort of way, and I don't ever want to be back there. Mm. And it, yeah. it was, I mean, it's it's still a time for me right now where I'm a little lost because. I'm still waiting for a therapist. I'm still in that like zone where I'm on the cusp of having a mental breakdown Mm. and I still haven't found that solution yet. So, So any sort of little thing can completely set me off the rails. Mm -hmm. So, I just cannot go there because if I do, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come back. Totally. and that's also, the
1: thing is, like, that's great that you have that awareness, that self-awareness, because, I mean, that's kind of the thing for me, like, if, um and, like, yeah, I'll get triggered by the media sometimes, too, but I think I've done a better job of um just knowing where I'm at mm-hmm. and like, you know, before I watch something heavy that I know is probably gonna be heavy, like euphoria or um, you know, any any other show or movie with that deals with the, with a mental illness, like uh, you know, it, it is helpful for shows and movies like that to have trigger warnings because yes. oh my God, I think it's it, really important. Right. Because I wanna know what I'm getting into, you Completely. know? And um and yeah, and there have been like there have been other uh, films and stuff that I walk into and I'm like okay I was not prepared for this yeah. and do, like
0: do do they have trigger warnings generally
1: for films yeah they don't but like I think TV either, shows? like have TV, you seen TV shows definitely do did now Euphoria nowadays you Euphor- yes you eu- i did. think I think Euphoria had like um oh it wasn't a specific like written trigger warning I think they had um um I definitely remember seeing videos of the cast saying like hey you know this this. I think 13 Reasons Why I also did that. Okay, After okay. the fact, like, after season one. Like,
0: they were, Then they like, added
1: trigger warnings. People said something. Yeah, and they, they were, were like, like, okay, oh, okay <laughs> listen. Um, yeah, so... Um, anyway, yeah, trigger warnings are helpful. And for me, I... It, it depends. Like, I can definitely watch stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I have to know that I'm in a good place. Like, I'm in a place yes. where I don't think... If I watch something really, like, graphic or... Or, you know, I know that it, there's a possibility that will happen. Like. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I can handle it. And if I can't, if while I'm watching it, I will turn that shit off. You know, I'll just right. be like, you know what, if I feel myself like, can't do it. whoa, no way, like this is triggering. This is like I'm getting into a very bad headspace. It's like, you know, it. you have to have that kind of self-awareness to just be like, okay, I'm going to cut this off. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah. Um, because I think like they're, they're – yeah, it's what I think – you know i'm a huge advocate for you know i always say like storytelling is powerful it's the way that we can and this is the media is the most powerful
0: it really is Mm
1: -hmm. um that can influence us as human beings and us as a society and can create change Mm -hmm. um yeah but it can also be very um very hurtful Mm -hmm. yeah um harmful and also but it can also be helpful Mm -hmm. so you know it's just the way it's
0: um we have to just be careful of the way that we just to be cognizant about the fact that it can.
1: Right. And and it gets, and it's really tricky with storytelling and like as a filmmaker and, you know, you too, like it's tricky when you, you know, I'm, I'm having to always like question myself and second guess or just kind of like sit, uh, you know, step back when I'm writing something and I'm writing, especially when I'm writing material about mental health Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's what I write about a lot. Um, it's balancing being true to my experiences and Mm -hmm. also true to like what I know is, well, this is accurate and authentic for me and my experiences. Um, but also how much of this should I show that it's not triggering to other people Mm -hmm. where in a way that it is, you know, there is definitely a line and, you know, one of the shows that I felt like really danced in that line was 13 reasons why. Mm. And it was just so controversial. Like when that, when that show came out the first season and, um, you know, I was like, I'm just, I'm gonna watch it because I want to know what everyone's talking about and and uh, and all of this. And you know what? I think like, well, first of all, that show has already lost its way. Oh
0: no! <laughs> like, it's
1: I think it's the I third season yet. Now? I don't know, third or fourth. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? This is no. So it should have um, been like a one season. I like definitely think thing. it should have just been a, mi- a mini series, mm-hmm. like one season. That's it. Um, but you know, um, the most controversial scene was the one with Hannah's death and and um, suicide yeah, yeah. And, and how she well, she was cutting herself in the tub and man um that was graphic and it was mm. triggering for sure mm. and like I understood at the time honestly I was like kind of defending it at the time because I was like you know what um I know that I put myself in the storyteller's perspective in the in the fil- filmmakers and the writers and the creator's perspective of like they wanted to be authentic and accurate yeah and I was like totally I'm all about that but at the same time, there still is a line that needs to be
0: very tread, uh, tread carefully on. Yeah. Um, because it's like because the people even showing it might not have gone through anything like that, so maybe mm-hmm. they're not aware that people that have gone through it can get fucked up by it. Right. Because yeah.
1: again, yeah, I'm all about like uh, talking about mental health and showing it and depicting it authentically and accurately, and not misrepresenting it. But then also knowing when
0: this is enough to show mm-hmm. this is enough to talk about yeah because you know? people like blood and gore and those types right. of movies like that makes sense but when it's something so real like this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it can definitely be harmful it's right it can it, and, and it's like yeah it just
1: depends on the person and it's better I think to be a little bit more safe than than to have that and you know and now like uh, Netflix uh, removed that scene from, really yeah they removed it after like but like way later I, I think like maybe three wow 3 years after 3 the, years the, the show released I can't remember but it was like I think last year's when they removed it I forgot when the first season came out yeah. um but yeah and I it, it was yeah that that thing was so controversial but um I think the show in ways uh I think it at least it started a conversation is what I want to say yeah. you know um but the, those were yeah I had like some moments watching that show too where I was just like okay I'm gonna take a step back because mm. this is a little much right now um, but yeah it's just like kind of knowing where you're at and and being able to gauge like this is enough for me or it's not um, and you know and, and some people still need some time to like learn mm-hmm. I, I guess like practice self-awareness you know yeah. Um, and it's like knowing your triggers and that all comes with therapy it definitely <laughs> and does and knowing yourself more you yeah. know um, After which takes years time. and years and years yeah, of like analyzing of yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so how has the media influenced your mental health? Um, are there any like specific uh, instances that you can share?
0: Um, I mean, I think I touched base on that, but I, I, I have a hard time. N- I, I don't know. I think maybe it's negatively influenced my mental health. Mm -hmm. But also it's made me aware of certain things Mm because like a lot of the times like the media will bring out something that you never really knew about. You know, you'll learn something new and then you'll start researching Mm -hmm. and you'll start trying to understand and all this stuff, whether it's like a straight up fact about someone in the past or just Mm -hmm. like a feeling that people have sometimes, you know, like things will be brought up and you'll be more. Um, interested in a topic and want to start learning and that will bring a whole awareness to other people and being interested in learning and all that stuff. Um, So I did learn a lot about myself after, you know, learning more about these characters Mm -hmm. that I've watched and things like that, or, you know, learn more about relationships and people and how to deal with people in some ways and how maybe not to based off of their reactions in these TV shows. But it's not real. Most of them aren't realistic and it's not like real life. So mm-hmm. I can't really just be like, oh, yeah, like, that's how it is or that was whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, growing up and trying to find myself and try to understand who I am, I think the media maybe negatively impacted my mental health mm-hmm. um, in that more, sense. yeah, more than positively. More than <laughs> positively, yeah. yeah.
1: What about you? Um, yeah, I would say both for sure. Um, and, yeah, and I agree with that because there are, like, shows and films and um, – Other types of media that I felt like it was like, wow, that shed a lot of light Mm -hmm. on mental health that I didn't realize. Um, So, you know, I I've learned a lot through through just like through the media. And and but then there's also like specifically, I think the way that, you know, uh, news stories Mm -hmm. um, talking specifically more about like news and and journalism, um, it covering mental health and and mental illness and suicide is can be like a little bit tricky too because you know things are things can go like trending really quickly and it can just be plastered everywhere and everyone's talking about it and you can't escape it (laughs) especially if you're on social media um and for me specifically like when um when Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain died by suicide like literally days apart from each other that was it was everywhere Mm -hmm. those the news was covering every single outlet it was on twitter like 24 7 um and at that time i was already like severely depressed mm-hmm. and so when i was reading up on that of course i was like oh man this this is this sucks this is and uh and because i was already in that space in that headspace it made it worse for me mm. because i was seeing all of this and, and then like kind of reading up on it which you know for me i should have just turned it all off but right. i didn't because at you the time aware. because yeah. right i was still like i this was before i learned you know boundaries and triggers and all of that um and so seeing that in the media it just really like it it made it so much worse for me at the time and i didn't really know how to like cope with it mm-hmm. um but I think it's, you know, again, yeah, like I, I think I sh- at the time, if I had known, if I had had the proper like tools and whatnot to to understand that, like, OK, this is probably this is like really triggering for, for me. I should stop reading or I should stop, you know, yeah um, looking at social media that much. Um, uh, but yeah, and but then there are other ways where where media has helped me and I. Has connected me to other people that have made me feel like I've, I'm seen and heard, and like having a community. You know,
0: that's the thing too. More people are aware. They are allowed. They that allows you guys to have that dialogue, which then creates the community. So that's where the media can come in and like shed light on everything, which is good, but sometimes it gets out of hand. Right. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Okay. What
1: are, in your opinion, some harmful or versus helpful ways that the media um, represents mental illness. Harmful or helpful? Harmful. This is like our other. <laughs> this is like our <laughs> other second. Harmful versus helpful. Um, mm. But just uh, for me, like different representations in the media that are harmful, and then ones that are helpful. Um, I made a whole list. So for me. These are some harmful, repre- uh, mis- harmful misrepresentations. Misrepresentations, okay. Um, in the media of mental health in general, um, is that a, a lot of them? A lot of like, and th- this covers like kind of all media, you know, like films, TV, music. Um, but I guess mostly film and TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but they mostly cover mental illness as like when when a character has mental illness. This is kind of usually the stereotypes that Mm -hmm. they fall into like that they're we're violent you know Mm. we're violent we look different we are different we um we our mental health disorders are like all the same and they're all extreme Oh
0: man yeah there's no (laughs) they're always they're always they're
1: always like just to the extreme like we're always the villains Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and that people with mental health never uh, mental illnesses never recover um, We're not bad or that, people. And, and also that mental health, uh, mental hospitals are
0: evil. Right. Or like people right? are just running around screaming always... with naked, like no clothes on. Yeah. Just like, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> and that there's just, it's just like all these extremes. Mm-hmm. And
1: those are so like not accurate at it's all. It's fucking disrespectful. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it just is. She's mad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is though, right? Like that when I see that, I'm like, dude, that that's not all we are you mm-hmm. know like we are not defined by our illnesses exactly and so to counteract that more helpful representations and more accurate representations are like why don't we show characters with mental disorders who can change show right. the change show the recovery Do everything process
0: everyday things in their lives right and still work through their mental right you know, issues
1: um show like the nuanced and, and varying levels of mental illness mm-hmm. because it's not always that extreme. You know, there exactly. are people that are just kind of like, OK, yeah, they, they deal. Everyone has different levels to it. Yeah, um, It's never and black that, and white. And that we don't look like it, these exaggerated uh, like caricatures. Like mm-hmm. we people with a mental illness look like regular people. Yes. Like us right now. Yes. You know,
0: exactly.
1: Um, and mental health hosp- hospitals. Uh, are a safe place like they can be a safe
0: place they're a hospital not, like, is a hospital
1: <laughs> they're not evil yeah <laughs> you know they don't look scary and like have like you know those are abandoned old, i mean, like they're I don't actually know.
0: kind of beautiful they're tranquil they're they have like the one that i went to had like a little terrace in the middle of it oh, with plants cute. and things like that that's cute. you know yeah. they're serene it's just about you know kind of taking that time to relax mm-hmm. and it's it, they need that relaxing environment yeah. because if you have this scary crazed environment you Who's create gonna get better there <laughs> exactly you create scary. that crazy you yeah. know you want to be um, in a nice environment right
1: um and then yeah and, and that we don't always show acts of violence and, and like graphic I mean stuff yes like there that. are like, episodes but right it's,
0: it's not an everyday mm-hmm. thing you know hundred percent.
1: But yeah, that's that's some of like what I think um, the media definitely gets wrong about m- mental illness or, you know, characters with mental yeah, illness. I
0: think you hit the nail on the head.
1: Yeah. How about you? Are, are there I any...
0: completely agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it all. That's,
1: that's me. Um, dope. Well, in that case, should we move on to our little fun segment that we have? Sure. Or uh, you got anything else to add there?
0: Uh, let me see. Oh, wait, we forgot about. Um... What? So we were going to talk about the shift in the dialogue. Oh yes. Oh wow. So I thought that was later, but yeah, let's do it now then. Oh, is it now? Is it later? No, it's.
1: Oh yeah, it's later.
0: <laughs> you, no, you're
1: <laughs> you're just excited to talk about it. I am excited. I am too, though. But let's play the let's play our little segment. Okay. So this is a uh, realistic
0: or, or not, not realistic? Realistic <laughs> it's not, or not? Not the best title, just straight but straight you know up realistic or not? It's a great <laughs> is title. Is real? Okay. Or nah. Don't second guess yourself, <laughs> myself, ourselves. <laughs> you read the titles. So Realistic, yeah. or not?
1: There we go. There or we not. go. Um, so we're going to analyze. <laughs> um, we're analyzing performances in, in movies and TV that yeah. highlight mental illness or characters with mental illness slash disorders. Rachel, you go first oh <laughs> righty oh man oh actually you know what i kind of already talked about this yeah which we i just actually realized. kind of yeah. did talk about a lot i was like oh them. shoot i did talk about well but it's okay I, I have other i have other examples have i can multiple. talk about that because i talked about uh 13 reasons why which um i you know like i did say is ac- i think accurate and realistic in in most ways but still too it's too too triggering and too graphic in my opinion um so and then we talked about euphoria but I did want to get a little bit more specific about euphoria. Okay. So um in the episode uh, what episode is it? I think I should have looked at looked this up but I think it's 7 where um Rue is going through her very deep deep depression and this is when we find out oh spoilers <laughs> Jeez. I'm gonna just let y'all know. I should have said that at the, the
0: top. The fuck, Rachel! We, no, we should. Oh my god! No, we should have said this at the top. Spoiled it. Holy anyways, crap! Anyway, so y'all, you guys. we're gonna put
1: this in the title. <laughs> you are spoiling I'm stuff sorry, too. I'm fucking with okay, you. Okay, so in the we should have said this at the top. Honestly. We totally should have disclaimer. Um, there
0: are spoilers after this. <laughs> we're point. so late.
1: Um. Anyways, so we'll just put this on the in our titles. Anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, yes, there's a spoiler. I'm about to spoil a little bit of it. Okay, so if you haven't seen Euphoria, um, in, yeah, I think the seventh episode, um, Rue's going through a very deep depression, and then we kind of find out that she might have bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. We don't know if it's one or two. They did not say. Um, And for the most part, I did think that it was realistic, um, but I think there were a lot of parts of it. I think parts in the, not even parts in that episode, but just in the season in general that mm. were rushed. Because oh. I felt like, oh, all of a sudden, she's going through, she's having, a, she's spiraling and going through a bipolar episode. Instead of, like, you know? giving um, it time. Right. Because I think, like, even in just that episode, her mania was short-lived. Mm. And so, but again, like, I don't know if it was bipolar one or two or if she was rapid cycling. Like, there's so many questions I had and I was like, yeah. wait, I don't know. Um, and... But the thing is, like, I do praise the show for showing how our mental health affects our physical health because mm. I think what the what that episode did really, really uh, fantastic was that fantastically, that was fantastically.
0: They, that word. Okay. Yes.
1: Um, what they did fantastically um, was showing how, like, because Rue was in a severely like deep depressive episode and like mm. she couldn't get up for days or like weeks, I think, um, to go pee. Mm. and it was i remember watching that man
0: it made my stomach hurt Oh, actually that was a moment where i was like fuck (laughs) is that where you're like i'm gonna
1: go now completely
0: fucking
1: been there you don't want to fucking get up when you're depressed like that you're like Like, i'm gonna stay under my sheets your body i will not move i will not fucking move nothing um so i think what the show the show like Uh, was great amazing yeah i'm clapping okay yeah (laughs) um yeah but there were again like other facts i feel like just i don't know i just still had questions and maybe they'll address it in the second season we'll see yeah
0: um
1: so for the most part i'd say yeah um pretty realistic realistic as fuck yeah yeah how about okay your turn
0: um well we were gonna talk about
1: shutter island oh yes yeah which okay i haven't seen shutter island in a while uh, so I think you may have a more fresher perspective because I haven't seen it in a minute, but I do remember some things.
0: Yeah. So in this movie, um, we have a character who is trying to figure some this mystery out, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. And we later find out that he's going through this mystery. He's learning ev- like all of these things. But it turns out his psychologist is the one testing him and trying to help him remember what he's forgotten and mm-hmm. what he's chosen to forget in his mind, and which has created this mania, which I think is schizophrenia, mm-hmm. is that his wife murdered his two or three children in front of him and then murdered herself. Mm. And he spiraled yep. out of control and created this whole other world for himself where he was trying to figure out who killed someone. And yeah, it's it's an interesting little mystery. You don't find out about it until the very end. But it's also just like, wow not realistic at <laughs> yeah. all it goes through like there all these different avenues is and absolutely like, no fucking way <laughs> that this guy's psychologist is going to allow him to go him around with like a, like a what maybe even a fake weapon i don't right. fucking know but like he's I remember like this, all around i remember this movie being like scary to me you know just it like, was the music it was the oh brrr,
1: it was the music. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, sorry, I'm being another, really annoying Another, <laughs> No, but another thing is like, yeah, it was making it like this scary mystery thriller thing yeah. with like. <sighs> but then it just turned just, out that he was
0: crazy. Yeah, quote unquote crazy. Quote unquote um, crazy. Um, but then at the very end of this episode or sorry, not episode um, movie, there's a moment when I can't remember specifically what he says, but there's a moment when the question is asked whether or not he will remember or whether or not he will choose Mm. to forget Mm. and there's a moment where he says something to his colleague where it suggested that he's chosen to forget and is choosing to destroy the monster or destroy what he's created and allow himself to get a lobotomy Mm. kind of deep but also just so unrealistic (laughs) Yeah,
1: dang, dang. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. So there's no um, fucking way. <laughs> no way that would happen. Um, what else you got? Cause I, I mean, I could talk about this other, this other show.
0: Um, so um, I have. Um, I guess you haven't seen the first and second seasons of The Elwood. Maybe it's the third. But mm-hmm. there's a moment where the main character Jenny Schechter, um, is dealing with repressed memories, mm-hmm. um, of her childhood. Okay. Like she had this. Yeah. I think sexual assault and as she's remembering all of these things she goes into like a really deep depression and doesn't really understand why she's even like going yeah, through she this doesn't remember she starts cutting and all of these things and she's just like really just down and out and like has no idea what to do all of her friends are kind of like supportive but also like what the fuck is going on um very early 2000s you know tv show but really realistic in the way that she handled herself Mm. because not knowing what's going on with you not knowing like who you are or what's happened because of whatever is very very accurate and just the way that she was just like i don't know like anything you know, it's yeah, just—I yeah. don't know—it was just very huh. well done in that sense. That was the and third season. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. I think it was the third season. I don't know specifically, but also like as she's trying to. Oh god, I just like <laughs> knocked over something. Um, as she's trying to remember all these things, she goes through these conversations with her family members and people and stuff like that, where they're you know kind of ignoring the idea that something happened to her mm-hmm. and all of these things, and it's just like man that feeling of people in your family not being there for you like I know what that's like you know and I know kind of just how you sometimes just have to do it on your own Mm -hmm. so just that portrayal of like her like trying to figure out who she is being the odd one out and like all of the stuff and also like you know as she's trying to figure this stuff out like just cutting and not really knowing what to do with herself very accurate in my in my eyes Mm. Oh well, I'm gonna have to catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're watching the new season of the L yes. Word, which is bomb. But yeah, <clears throat> you got to catch up with the old. I do. Version. I really do.
1: It's just <laughs> like so many seasons. Yeah. Um, but I will because I I I love binge watching shows. Anyway, so yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna. I mean, I I could kind of talk about this because I thought it was interesting and like this is another like this is another I think common problem that I have with a lot of television shows when they depict mental illness is that it doesn't carry on throughout like the season or you know like when the character once and that's right like one Mm -hmm. episode and I'm like this is no it's not like we have it's because it's not like the character all of a sudden deals with this or has this mental illness Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the next episode it's gone you know, um, or only. or the episode God. before that, right? <laughs> so like this happened in Girls with
0: Hannah's character.
1: Girls, um, right? And Hannah, the
0: OCD thing.
1: Yes, yeah, she has said to be to have had um, OCD. Which they didn't touch base on at
0: all throughout the entire exactly. series. Exactly, and then all of a and sudden, of a sudden, it's sudden like, there's this one episode oh, this is back again where she
1: has OCD, and like I guess there, like I guess like couple of episodes. I guess they're like. Um, their argument with that was that yeah, like it it was gone for a little bit and some, but like we never it. right, we never saw it in like the season at all, at all, ever until that one episode, and until, it was kind yeah, of like triggered the and then you see all these symptoms, and we're like, yeah, okay, she deals with that, but and then it goes away, <laughs> and then I was like, hold on, what? Nah, like it just kind of came out rah. of nowhere came out of nowhere and then came back and and
0: now it's gone I so think that was like the only mental health portrayal of anything in that show right i th- i think so i don't know i didn't finish it and so. it was also the very extreme yeah, she was right. counting she was doing all this right. she was like you know fluttering her eyelids eight times or whatever right. and like counting which like steps. yes like pe- people with ocd hat like
1: but can deal right with that right away stuff, right out of um, nowhere i don't know yeah so again like that's I, I don't know like there are parts of it I guess can be accurate because you know uh, people with OCD can deal with those things but at the same time it's 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 also the way that you portray these characters mm-hmm. or the way that you're telling the story and um yeah it's just I think there just needs to be a better job don't with don't make it um, random just, right you know? like plant the seeds
0: earlier in the season earlier in the episodes too and just all of a sudden um, just be like oh yeah there's this one time where she's just gonna be OCD it's gonna be cool <laughs> that's great we're girls, man. Oh boy. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, did you have? Did yeah, you have I more? have one more. Actually, okay. um, it's kind of a funny story. Oh, okay. so yeah, this yeah. is a movie. Um, I think maybe I've mentioned this before, but um, it's a movie where this kid um, suffers from depression and he goes to a mental health hos- mm-hmm. uh, hospital. Oh, this is the one with um with Atypical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I just call him atypical. Um, but his name is atypical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and he's re- he's re- he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. So this movie came out a couple months after I went to the hospital, or very like very close to that time, mm-hmm. and I watched the movie afterward, and I was like, wow, this is very accurate to war, like the things that happened in the hospital would happen, Mm. like, in the hospital, you know? Um, I think I also read the book, and I remember thinking that, too. Like, this guy that wrote the book also had this experience. Mm. So I don't remember if it was, like, based on his true story or if it was just, like, a story, whatever. Uh, But um, it was very, very similar to the things that would happen in the hospital and everything. And I was like, okay, this is... This is something real, Mm -hmm. you know, something that isn't embellished or ridiculous or anything like that. These are real people that go to a hospital to get their, you know, shit taken care of. Mm. And it was really well done in my in my opinion. Oh, well, I got to check that movie out. I haven't I've heard of it, but I
1: haven't I haven't like seen it at all. Um, I'll add that to my list. There you go. Well done. Well done. <laughs> All right. I mean, honestly, I could talk about way more shows and movies, but, you Yeah, know, we're kind of like movie let's, people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly could keep going, but, um, you know, we might not have much time. Now, so let's move on. Um, this is you. what you were so excited about. Yeah, now <laughs> I'm
0: not even excited about it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> go on, since you're really excited to talk about this. Well, we wanted to talk about the shift that, like... I magical, want to say randomly. Honestly, happened. we keep calling it this magical shift. It's but like, there is a know. shift that yeah, happened. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, there was. A couple years ago, I don't know specifically at what point, mm-hmm. but there was a shift in consciousness in the world where people started saying, we are going to wake up and realize that we need to talk about things we need to accept ourselves for who we are we need to accept other people we need to own ourselves own our bodies own the our woke minds movement. our thoughts the woke <laughs> movement you gotta say it with more oomph get some enthusiasm in there oh my gosh. we are fucking woke right now now i'm hyped <laughs> don't make fun of me the he? woke
1: movement <laughs> um yes no the woke movement and it's right. so there was important. a whole there was a whole just uh, yeah i, I There was a time where I feel like there was a before the woke movement and And after. after, Completely. Because we never talked about things like, you know, mental health, self-care, self-love, empowerment, female empowerment. Female
0: empowerment. Yeah, that was touched
1: based upon a little bit before, but not in this capacity. Right. And now it's like just thrust into the mainstream. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with... I don't know. I think there there was a lot of factors that contributed to this. Um, what do you think? To like, I definitely think the Me Too movement was a huge right. factor and a huge like, um, uh, uh, I think stepping stone. Right, like it became it. It just spread all this awareness about sexual assault, of course, mm-hmm. but also how women have been treated for such a long time and how we've been so silenced and unheard and and now you know things are like we started to slowly change that Mm -hmm. with the me too movement and then and then, like, everything else kind of followed after yeah. that, I, I think. So I feel like it was around that time or I, – I don't know. How about you? Like, well, how, what do you think contributed
0: to the to the? I mean, just as you said, I mean, for me personally, I mean, I have the spiritual ideals as well mm-hmm. because I am a pagan, because I do see things in different ways. Um, there's a spiritual shift as well. Like I said, it's like the world consciousness mm-hmm. is starting to rise up into – I call it the 3D. Right now we're in the 3D where it's like, yeah, we're evolving. So the 3D right now is like where we are right now in our mindsets. It's kind of just like the, the, like the lowest level, and then we move up to the 4D where we start thinking about these new ideas mm. and these new things mm. that can help the world and the world as a whole, not just like individuality or mm-hmm. individually. It's everyone together as a group, just standing strong together. And it's a lot of like the age of Aquarius and mm. like, you know, the. Well, yeah, you were talking about that. Right. What does that mean? What it's is like the age the of Aquarius? Age mean. Of, um, awareness. Okay. It's of awareness. It's of. Being enlightened and finding that way of becoming the best version of yourselves with everyone involved, you know, because we had the age of Pisces before where it was kind of just like, you know, we're we're learning some stuff, but we're kind of like, we're kind of like itsy bitsy and a little (laughs) stupid. Sorry, Pisces. But, you know, like we're kind of, you know, back in the day where we were. (laughs) Believing things that people told us rather than now, like, uh-huh. as millennials, we're right. going into our own. Right. Again, you know?
1: yeah, that's, I was going to touch upon that too. I think it was also because our generation as millennials, like we grew up in a way where I, I think now we have been so, like, I don't know, we saw that there was a need for change in so many different like facets of our lives where we didn't want to be stuck in this traditional like mindset of, of, um, Family and economy And the way that like You know Most of us are like I think paved the way for And also because of technology Mm -hmm. Paved the way for like Entrepreneurship And then like you know Now we like Most of us aren't getting We're we're not getting married Or having families Until way later We have different priorities Exactly And so that also I think Has caused this shift too In like what We value And And because like You know We're one of like the biggest uh, millennials are like one of the biggest, the biggest uh, generation, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of influence, and in, like the way that like we change, we, we I think definitely sh- do things differently. Shape, uh, change the sh- change the shift. The same <laughs> word. We shifted it. Shifted you know the, <laughs> the narrative. We narrative. Changed, we that's what that's I. That's the word say. I was looking for. There yeah, you yeah. go, teamwork. So shifted
0: the <laughs> narrative. That's what
1: we did. Um, yeah. And and. So what is I'm curious Like is there
0: What's the next age (laughs) Age of what Well I mean That's in 2,000 years So we're not gonna be alive At that point But what is it Do you know Um What's the new age The new age is uh, I might be wrong But I think it's Taurus Mm. I don't know I have to work on my astrology Okay I don't know I'm just curious But again 2,000 years later I (laughs) won't be here We won't be here So we won't know How that's like Yeah
1: (laughs) Interesting Um But yeah, I think that was like so interesting because it it really um, now mental health and illness is like is um, more it's it's just portrayed in the media in a in a more like just in a like what's the word what's so yeah massive like it's just it's more so like it's just more open and, yeah. and people aren't afraid we aren't afraid to talk about it as right much anymore. we aren't afraid
0: to do the things we want to do either mm-hmm. because back in the day you know our parents their parents parents they always did as they were told right. now we say no like, mm, we are going we to care. stand up for ourselves we are going to do we're gonna what do we things want differently. yeah because and we are the going way to that change the, the world in that the way the way
1: that the economy has also treated us has like not been yeah they fucked
0: us <laughs> like i'm
1: fucked So we're like, okay, well, we need to be innovative (laughs) innovative, and we need to figure out different ways to support ourselves. Completely. Economically.
0: Completely. And that's how we're doing it. And that's what we're doing with all of these things in general. Right. And I
1: think even before that, a lot of films and TV shows that depicted characters, uh, characters with mental illness were like so flat and one dimensional and and, you know, villains and all, all those stereotypes that I mentioned earlier. But now I think like after that shift was just now we're seeing a rise of. Characters that are so much more nuanced, mm-hmm. and like we're really exploring so many different types it's of mental illness. Yes, yeah, we're exploring so many different types of mental illness now, not just like before. It was a lot of just schizo- uh, people with schizophrenia are like murderers, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like now, there's we have that we have Euphoria, Thirteen Reasons Why, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, like all these, right. you know, real person portrayals, right? Yes, um, which is like it's exciting and it's great because um, the more that like more that's out there in the media the more that like there is a chance for us to really di- delve into it and talk about it and, and yes and create more awareness you know we aren't scary <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're a little weird yeah. we're, we're bad, a little bad shit. shit but we ain't scary we're not scary look i'm smiling right now <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> Rachel makes so much fun of me because I want to be fun, like I want to have a good time, you and know. Especially, a good time. Especially because we were, when cause were doing
1: our promo photos, and she was just like so happy. I was See, like, oh, I wow. was cheesing, and Rachel's just like, "Ew." <laughs> I did not say that. I was just like, I would like to be more candid. Is what I wanted to do. Anyways, all right. Exciting. So. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I could do like a uh, a second episode of this because there's so many other like shows and movies and yeah, I mean we and music and all. Gosh, I could just honestly delve like name a movie or show and could just delve it delve deep into it. You know, like Mm -hmm. for an hour or so. But anyways, um, (laughs) for four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, so that actually leads me to my recommendation. Um, Oh.
0: (laughs) So we always we always She's joke the about worst the fact that I forget recommendations and she, you you really forgot
1: oh my god okay so but I had one in my other one okay so <laughs> my recommendation is a really good one actually um so this is uh it's a podcast and it's called Pop culture therapists. Huh. They are so awesome. Like, I, I love them. Um, so, they're actually these two therapists, like licensed professionals, therapists, who analyze how mental health is portrayed in TV and movies. Ooh, I love it's that. It's so good. So, what they do is like they choose one specific, like, either TV show or movie and mm-hmm. they just delve way deep into it cool. and talk about like the way that the characters are portrayed and mental illness and all of that. Um, yeah, they have a ton of episodes and, and they, they talk about like a bunch of different types of uh, shows and and films so check them out Pop Culture Therapists Pop Culture Therapists I'm gonna
0: yeah add them now watch that I mean listen to it (laughs) it's not a video. <laughs> No, I was curious. Like, they could totally do a YouTube channel, too. And yeah, be like, yeah. You know, they on should. top of it. They, they totally should. People love that They should sort of like thing. Yeah, they should, you know. I'm giving them, like, suggestions. Yeah, I should tweet them. Do it. Because, <laughs> like, you have Dr. Mike, and he's, like, you know, the the hot doctor or whatever. But he also, like, watches TV shows and, you know, will comment on the different things. You yeah, know, like, I want to do that, shows. but that's just, like, a long-ass episode for us. Um, <laughs> One but, day, maybe we'll do that yeah, on YouTube.
1: Maybe, like, a little fun um like one off video we can yeah, do or something totally. yeah totally anyway that is I think that's yeah, is yeah that AAD it? Is, doesn't is there... have a recommendation okay yeah
0: there we go I'm talking to myself in the third person wait you because... know what honestly
1: you your recommendations could be the shows and movies that like you I mentioned I have so
0: many fucking <laughs> recommendations in this episode yes there you go it's all See? of the shows that all you of mentioned the <laughs>
1: But, yes. like, no, you could say, you know, the shows and movies that
0: uh, that you think accurately portrayed mental illness. Are- they are totally every sort of recommendation that I can give. Which is what? <laughs> Which is what? They're great. <laughs> okay. What? No, give, oh, what, give well, like, I mean, one show or okay, movie. Okay, so I would say Skins. Definitely okay, right. Definitely a great so movie or TV show to watch um, based on teenagers and what they deal with and all of that stuff. Um obviously british version not the piece of shit american yes. version i'm sorry america but like that was <laughs> okay. balls okay um <laughs> and yeah um it's kind of a funny story if you've never been in a mental hospital then check it out mm-hmm. and see what it's really like um yeah Anything those are my else? two recommendations That's it you already said that earlier in the- well Didn't we just talk about the fact that I had great recommendations and I just wanted to reiterate them?
1: That's it. All right.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, anyway, so
1: my other ones that – I mean, other shows and movies, like, off off the top of my head that have been, like, really good, I think, um, representations of mental illness or mental disorders are Crazy um, Ex-Girlfriend, Rebecca's character, deals with borderline personality disorder. Mm. I think really – really great um what do you think about the title and though it's so
0: funny it's so funny what do you think about the title Crazy Ex-Girlfriend I think
1: like I don't have a problem with it because yeah. I think in uh, for her and, and I've been to like a panel of um Crazy Ex-Girlfriend um with like with Re- uh, Rebecca that's not her name um Rachel Bloom mm. um and, like, the creators and stuff. And I think for her, like, it's kind of the same thing that we're doing, is, like, taking ownership of the term and taking ownership gotcha. of that. You know, the the word crazy and the word, like, you know, bad shit and stuff like that. Like, I, you know, I did the same thing with my mental health web series mm-hmm. called Crazy. Um, is taking that word back and, like, gain and having power over it, you know? Gotcha. Um, That's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, we talked about euphoria. Mm-hmm. And... Um, What movie was I going to mention? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I've already mentioned that movie so many times. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, that's it. Before I, I go off and, like, name other things. Well, um, I'm curious now what movie it was. Oh, Honey Boy. Oh, honey boy, gotcha. <laughs> Which I talk about a lot, because I, I, it's a really great um, representation, I think, of uh, PTSD. Um, and, and PTSD that's not related to, like, war or... Right, because that's islands, all like you that. really see. You, exactly. Most and people
0: only think PTSD has to do with yeah, that. But no, trauma is just
1: tra- trauma, trauma. In general. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Completely. Yeah, check that out. Oh, yeah, This Is Us. Yeah, This Is Us. Um, Which I still haven't seen, but people keep yeah, coming. I need to people. catch up with it. But, you know... Um, that episode with with Randall's anxiety was just, like, I was, like, oh, man, that's me. Like, that's mm-hmm. what happens when I'm so – like, when I have an, an, an episode of just, like, a huge anxiety attack, like, I was, like, you can't – like, I, I can't do anything. You can't I, just, like, I honestly, like, have to sit there, and I'm, like, with my overwhelming and over-anxious thoughts and, like, having crying spells and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? Um, but, yeah. Anyways, yeah, check out the shows and movies and um, – yeah
0: (laughs) thanks guys yeah sorry i'm just like starting to think about like the anxiety and i'm (laughs) like yeah um but yeah thank you so much for for watching everyone listening we will check
1: y'all next time in our next episode (laughs) check it yeah we'll check (laughs) y'all later (laughs) see ya all right peace out stay batshit. stay
0: batshit. bye